Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to the second part of the Everton Fan Focus podcast. We're not sick of each other yet. How are you, Mark? You okay? So, mate, we, uh, we've covered the off-field developments from last week. Yeah. And now we thought it's only fair that we talk about the stuff that's happening on the pitch. Is there an oh. on the pitch? Yeah. <laughs> Talking about the stuff that's happened in the international break. Because there's yeah. probably a podcast... Well, there is a podcast in itself about the stuff that has happened in the in the past week. Yeah, there's going to be a, an anchorman dust-up style with uh, Koeman and his training team on side and the Republic of Ireland management team and their training staff the other side. Yeah. Um, come get a taste. Time. Ronald and Erwin having a straightener. Yeah, definitely. Keep lemon time. See what happens. There's <laughs> only one place we can really start, though, isn't there, mate? Um, Seamus Cole. Yeah. Oh, my God. Sickening. And really... Really, what's coming through is the the quality of the guy himself. You know what he does outside, uh, off the pitch as well. You know the guy's clearly a, a stand-up fella, well respected. You know, and it's always the good guys that this sort of thing happens to. What a horror challenge! I mean, really unprovoked, nasty. Did not see it coming. You know, nasty challenge. The you know the as could any start or not? It looked that bad. I thought his leg had actually came off. Do you know what I mean? It was a really horrific challenge. Really, you know, when we think about David Boston, we think about uh, Luke Nellis for Villa, that type of injuries that have horrored us over the years. That was right up there. You know, I felt really sorry for him. And today they've said his, his operation was a success, thankfully, but, you know, long road back and really did not deserve that at all. Really, a real shame. Uh, a shithouse tackle, not for want of a better word. Um, I remember Alan Stubbs calling Milan Barros uh, labelling his tackle as a shit house yeah. in the derby many years ago and you know with it being derby week it's probably relevant but yeah. when you leave your leg in like that but it, it kind of went full throttle on it, it to go through with any yeah. sort of challenge like that with the momentum you've got the potential to do real real harm and right. you've only got to see from the stills which for me, I don't agree with, with the, the people putting things... On Twitter? For, for one, we didn't need to see the pictures, and secondly, we didn't need to see close-up replays and stuff like that, you know what I mean? I have a really, bit of respect. Really X-rated graphic yeah. stuff, wasn't it? You know, and, no, and you could all tell it was bad, and I could tell from people's reactions. I didn't watch the match. Um, 
admittedly, I, I just saw Instantly what Italians were saying. The players' reactions, you know. Within a couple of minutes, it was there in my face, and I thought, you know, I have a bit of respect with that social media now, anyway, that's another one. Um, yeah, yeah, it was horrible. Neil Taylor, bang out of order, he's probably going to get a free game ban, but... Um, he isn't that no. type of player. Well, he is that type of player. It's just, it's, it's yeah. just, it's just the timing of it, though. And it's Seamus Coleman. I'm not going to stand here and say I'm as, being as big as uh, no, pra- praiser for the past few years. He's had an up and down time, but I do feel this season and under Cumin, he's he's he's, he's better. Uh, he's captain of his country, which I think tells you a lot about the lad. Yeah. And you know, it's ironic that the week before this happens, he's doing a lot of work. I think it was Down syndrome. He's doing yeah. a lot of work with dancing, drunk, and that's just one of the things that he does. He's a highly regarded top professional. Yeah. Someone who's real grounded lad. You've only got to see what the likes of Phil Neville and, and former colleagues and current colleagues and and not colleagues, just people who, who know him. Yeah. I've said about him. Um, he takes his responsibility seriously as a, as a footballer, doesn't he? You know, he's not. He does, and to see that happen to anyone is horrifying. It doesn't matter if he's an Everton player yeah, or any yeah. player. Um, but it's just, it's really unfortunate and, it, it, you know, it's going to be out for a hell of a long time. Yeah, a massive long time, a year or so, easily, but, you know, his form was picking up. You know, we, we haven't had the Seamus Coleman of, 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 of the Moise years where he was at his best, at his devastating best at times, you know. But it, it, he was getting back to that, that play, wasn't he, you know, recently, you know, he's been setting up goals and back again, you know, and, and getting his form back and looking the player that, that we all love. Yeah, and then this happens and it's just the last minute at Palace last minute win at a Palace yeah, was a, a personal favourite yeah. yeah absolutely yeah. kind of thing that was synonymous with him you know you'd expect five or seven goals from him per season uh, remember when he first came on the scene and we'd be loaned him out didn't we and he was pulling up trees there at Blackpool and then he come back and he carried it on him yeah. You know, to, to, to think we bought him for such a cheap price. But admittedly, you know, I'm not because he's got hurt, I'm not gonna stand here and lie and say I haven't criticised him the past, you know, twelve, eighteen months, two years. I have, but I've probably done that to every Everton player. <laughs> but it was awful to see. Yeah. Now's not the time to be talking about Seamus Coleman's form, it's obviously his injury. His injury, we just don't well he's in the best possible care and, and he's had his, his operations as success, so we just gotta hope that a, he gets himself right, and then he, you know, his legs okay, and, and and his health's okay, and then baby, we get the we get the Seamus Coleman back. The it's the mental side of it as well. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, he's going to be wary of that happening again, isn't he? For certain. Without a doubt, and you know, it's it's an awful, it's an awful thing to say. Really, Brian Oviedo, you could probably say he's never yeah. the, never the same player. We didn't see much of him before he got here. To be honest, you could you could judge him over Martinez's. First season when he came into the team, he, he he looked he looked more than capable, and he? he looked a, a better player than than what he kind of ended up becoming at Everton. Yeah, uh, and he did become a bit of a favourite. But I, th- I think it's easy for us to was... say from the outside looking in, but he just didn't look the same player after such a horrifying no. injury. But the same, you know, the same could be said about Yannick Balassi. There's concerns over him, isn't it? He's had a couple of uh, operations, I believe. The time scales with him, it's it's an awful. It's, it's nothing nailed down, is there? No, yeah. it's 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 horrifying, really. You think since Oviedo, we haven't had anything really bad. No. In terms, I mean, that was recent history as well, Oviedo. But there's been. I think it's got major. I think in the cup, wasn't it? It was. It was yeah. a cup game, and then to get two in one season, Coleman and Balassi, and for us to be only in March. And our team's really bad. Been hexed a little bit, you know. And two players that's our right hand side here, technically, you know, as, as two, as starters, two, yeah, two starters. Two starters, yeah, two starters. Yeah. 
and thing with Balassi again, you know, that couldn't have happened at all. Again, wasn't pulling up trees, but doing enough to get in the team and, and you know, linking up some kind of uh, form with, with Lukaku, wasn't he? He was getting a little bit of an understanding going. And, you know, it's always the way when a, a new player, they can't afford to get injured on a new club because it, very rarely do they pick back up after it, you know what I mean? Mm. It's You need to hit the ground running and, and have a good season and then you become at home. He's now going to feel alienated from the squad again and, you know, with Coleman months, but, you know, but last year we spent a lot of money on him, didn't we? You know, and it's just whether he's ever going to come back, you know, and if he's going to be the same type of player. Well, his style is style. Yeah, yeah. Because then, then it becomes... It's all pace, particularly in style, It becomes it? redundant, and so as if, he's, if his pace has gone, you know, so mm. it's a real shame because, you know, he was a player I was excited about big time when we signed him. And they're not exactly the youngest players, neither, are no. they? And, you know, they're at an age, Yannick Balassi and James Coleman is what you would label a footballer coming into the prime. Yeah. You know, the way they say that, you know, Absolutely, mid yeah. to late 20s. Players who can propel you instantly up the league, you know, and that's why he's, he was signed. Yeah. You know, so. so our thoughts go out to, you know, yeah, both you know, Balassi and Seamus Coleman, don't they? And yeah, Coleman particularly is going to be devastated right now. From the, from the highs of Thursday to the lows of Friday night, it was just, I mean, our fella said the same to me on Saturday, he said he, he woke up thinking about it. Yeah. About Seamus Coleman, I think a lot of people who I saw commenting on Twitter did. and. Uh, Horrendous. I went, yeah, when I woke up and then as soon as you go on your, your phone, you, you're reminded of it again. I thought, bloody hell, yeah, that did happen last night. Yeah, you know, yeah. Just horrible, really. So let's hope he's back quicker than forecasted. Yeah, absolutely. He's a fit lad, you know, he's a hard working lad and with the right medical treatments and stuff. And, and hopefully everything there knits together back as soon as, But it's only a broken leg, which is good, which is not like a damage or it's not uh, any kind of you know, Achilles and stuff like that, broken legs tend to heal better, don't they? So let's hope. He deserves an early comeback. Yeah, let's hope so. Our thoughts go out to him. Yeah. Um, on the subject of the Republic of Ireland, James McCarthy, been a bit of a war of words, Bruin hasn't it? Well, yeah. well, not Bruin, Roy Keane and Ronald Koeman don't need any sort of encouragement, so I have to say, but uh, Keane's previously, you know, accused Everton of overprotecting the players and making us out to be a bit like wimps, to be honest. Yeah. Um, but then James McCarthy's basically gone there. He's he's not fit. He hasn't really played an awful lot for Everton, and then he pulled up in the warm up. So any thoughts on that, Matt? So, so does that mean they don't look after their players, or they're a bit, you know, they're they're even so if we're wimps, are they reckless then? They just take injured players and try and try and get them through a game, no matter what. So you know what's the attitude here? Are they looking to you know? They've got medical staff who are, you would think is just as every bit as qualified as Everton's medical staff. So what's you know why they clearly overexerted him and and he just got injured during the warm up. But why was he even in the warm up if he wasn't fit? So just just because of their one off games are so vital to them, they're yeah. prepared to take risks on, a, on assets that are worth twenty million pounds for Premier League football clubs. Well, absolutely, in, yeah. in theory. You I know mean, what I mean? One hundred percent. I mean, and like, you know, that could have been very costly if Schneider had been out for a few months or weeks, and we got the derby, and then we're left with no option other than Gareth Barry again. So from you know, being flush in that area to to being down to the bare bones again, and they're yeah. going to run a mock for nil again. You know we need the energy and pace. We need. You know, I'm already, <laughs> I'm already scared, mate. So we'll be recovery calling Tom Burley. Engine and yeah, absolutely. You know my uncle will be getting a call back in. You know we need we need energy, 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 and and you know Lukaku. They've been reckless there, haven't they? You know they have. Or they tried to screw us one one or the other. 
Apparently Martin O'Neill then tried to call Ronald Koeman about Seamus Coleman, you know, courtesy or whatnot. I'm assuming that's what happens anyway. I'm assuming Everton have sent representatives over there to Ireland when Coleman had his, his operation yeah. on Saturday, didn't he? Yeah. Um, but Koeman apparently, apparently blanked the calls. Now this is media hearsay, I don't know. Yeah. I think O'Neill maybe commented and said he's tried to make contact, but... I, I, I wouldn't expect him to answer the phone call though if he's pissed them off in the past or his assistant is, is publicly calling out a Premier League football club yeah and a and it's you know, you know yeah world famous manager then why does he need to answer the call to, to someone like that he, he, I'm sure he was the first to ring Seamus Coleman and that's the most important thing well it may be right to Troy Keane to keep his mouth shut a little bit more in the future. Uh, I don't think anything will teach him to, to do that. But you know, it's looking it's looking stupid now, isn't it? Certainly with the McCarthy thing. Coleman couldn't be helped to that was just uh, you can't vouch for another player's recklessness on the pitch, but but McCarthy, they're just looking pathetic over that, aren't they? <laughs> you know? Yeah. So there you go, that you told. Uh, <laughs> to any Irish fans listening, we're not having a go at you or the Irish person. Just Roy just Keane. A, a disclaimer there. Just Roy Keane. Yeah, yeah I'm not having no, yeah. You know, in terms of international football, Mark, Yeah. on a scale of one to who gives a fuck. Um, <laughs> I, 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 I am at my wit's end with this international football, honestly. I couldn't give a fuck about it. Uh, if, you, if you pardon the French, which is ironically is international. Um, just to, clear, just, just to, it's just to clarify, a, these podcasts have got an explicit reason. They have, yeah. Oh, so we can say that? We had to apply for that before we got on there. <laughs> we know the type of people we are. Yeah. Mate, mate, they are the ultimate knife in the bullet, aren't they? You know, they're just... They kill weekends, they've been killing weekends for far too long, there seems to be far too many international games, and the games themselves are absolutely pathetic. You know, we're looking at, there was a game, Andorra against, um, last night, I think it was, I can't remember who they were playing, but they both ended, because it was a 0-0 draw, a 58-game losing streak. Now, what are they doing in international, I know it's stupid and, and you should allow countries in, but it just renders the whole weekend meaningless. No, let's face it, no one's asked about England anymore except for I'd really weird cockneys and stuff like that who just like who, who EDL yeah. and stuff like that. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know anyone who's gone ever gone to an England match. Ever. I don't know anyone. They, they just they kill weekends. They, 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 you know, you go on Sky Sports Soccer Saturday, they've got the B team on there because Jeff Stalin won't get out of bed unless it's a Premier League match. <laughs> don't blame him. Don't blame him. So it's and for me they're just weekend killers. You know, more than Mark has ever done. I I don't know anyone who likes international football. Just just like that weekend before payday, aren't they? Ah, oh, yeah, in January. Yeah, like you get paid <laughs> on the Monday or the Tuesday, and it's like the, the weekend. It's the weekend, despair. and you've got no money, and then you only get yeah, you have to work again for a week. It's just pointless. And then yeah. and then it's like awful because we've got a week in work, and then we've got the derby at the end of it, so we all know what's going to happen there. So it's like it's like there's there's no there's no good news and for about two weeks. We've gone from doing a podcast <laughs> swinging from the lights. <laughs> I'm now getting depressed saying hate and swearing and stuff but <laughs> do you, you know like what? international I, football because I hate it I don't no I don't um, you know I'll summarise it with this if as an Englishman people, I, I get people say they're patriotic you should support your country and all that I don't I, I, I don't feel no nothing for England and watching the England national team no. don't get me like, wrong I'll watch football um, but I didn't watch that England game today because no. I had better things to do and I didn't watch the England game the other yeah, night yeah. I will watch footy if I, can, if, if, if I want to yeah. if I've nothing else to do yeah. and I like watching football but international football no 
not a massive fan. If you're going to employ people like Roy Hodgson and Gareth Southgate as your manager, then you're never going to get my interest, never mind my support. Exactly. Um, They're not capturing anyone's imagination with these safe appointments. But, you know, I don't want people to be annoyed that we're just dwelling on this because it's an Everton podcast, but yeah, yeah. I, I echo everything you said, to be honest. Well, I'm not going to go into it more, but it's just... But doing great me, on the pitch, you know, and they've stopped it and now we're losing momentum and it's all because England need to beat a team whose who's best player works behind the bar at the local pub three nights a week. Do you know what I mean? It's just ridiculous. It's true. Everton have had to announce a new stadium just to get Evertonians doing it. <laughs> Most of the time, the bloody suicide rates for you. <laughs> usually we get beat and then have to dwell on it for a fortnight. That's usually what happens. Yeah. Or if we're winning, like we have been, it disrupts our flow. So but they never come at a good time ever. So really... Put international football, play 10 games over 10 days over the course of the summer, and whoever has asked, go and watch them. Because I'm keeping out of the rest of us while we're all by the pool, speedos, looking for transfer news. Because I couldn't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a great summary. There you go, FIFA. 10 games, we're 10 days, chance. just get it over with. <laughs> Don't drag it out over 9 months. There's even one after three games, you haven't even put your slippers on in the season and they're already taking you, you know. Even if they've done that, Fuck ten me. games in ten days, Ross Barkley still come get on the pitch for England. <laughs> what is going on there? Well, I don't know, and I've just read the statistics there, his last seven call-ups he hasn't played a minute. Now, in two, in, in two years gone by, I would not have argued with that, but the guy is in the form of his life right now, playing above and beyond anyone in that Everton team if you ask me uh, for me he's different gravy all over the pitch you know there's players close to him Schneiderlin and, and I think Williams has improved a lot lately uh, and Lukaku is obviously seen in the show but for me Barkley's level has gone up two or three notches so if there was ever a time that he was going to start playing for England non-stop then it would be now seven games without that that defies all logic considering the shite that's been put in front of him Livermore you know gee come on What's well, going on there? He didn't get up to the get in the Euro 2016 squad, did he? And no. the games around that have obviously internationals are few and far between. But yeah, today was his seventh time. Um, he didn't. Or this occasion was the seventh time, and he didn't get on the pitch. But for me, uh, my opinion on that is if he, if, he, if he plays for any other side, from sixth place to first place in the Premier League, he's in that England yeah. team. Yeah, do you think John Stones deserves to be in that England team? He's done nothing. To uh, deserve a place in that England team, you know what I mean? So like, people might say, well, Michael Keane's in, he plays for Burnley. Yeah, because Gareth Southgate's trying to be a bit different and bring other players in. But you know what? It, 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 that epitomises England for me. Yeah. And in a way, although as much as I want to see Ross Barkley do well for his country, I'm not that displeased that he hasn't played. Well, it, it's keeping him for us then, isn't it? He's exactly. not getting tired. He's, I, I, I he's been doing that well. If he went on for England and give it away a couple of times, some dickhead Gino in London would have it all over the, the paper tomorrow. Well, the manager would be making a him a 4 out of 10 because he gave the ball away once. And then confidence is massive with Ross Barkley. And whilst he's got it, I'm not saying not getting on the pitch won't hurt his confidence because it will because he thinks, well, I'm not wasting my time here for. But... Uh, I kind of want to wrap him in cotton wool whilst he's doing so well and just keep right. him forever. He, he, at the moment, he's in that mindset, the blue shirt comes on, he's not putting any of the shirts on, he's not playing for anyone else in England. So every time he's putting that blue shirt on, he's feeling good because he's yeah. playing well in that. Do you know what I mean? So, you know, let's keep him feeling good and let's keep him confident high. I refuse, refuse to put the shirt you know, on if Gareth Southgate was telling me to put him on. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, it's just unbelievable appointments. You know, but 
up and coming coach and apparently a nice guy behind the scenes but yeah, we I'm are. not just saying that because he hasn't put Barkley in a team I just don't like the guy and I don't really I'm not a big fan of England but yeah. Barkley yeah it's wasted his time they're the statistics they don't like he can't get on the pitch after seven call-ups so and in the form of his life well fine you know well, they'll be better off it unless he moves from Everton he's never going to get that in, in that England team no, is he? no doubt he's already been transferred about six or seven times already <laughs> he's playing some of the best football in his life but yeah Enough about international football. Yeah, yeah. that's it. Get fuck it off. It's gone. It's Happy over. Days. It's like um, <laughs> what's that program where they put things in the bin? Um, oh come on. Program where they put things in the bin. Yeah, you know where you you raise you like your subjects that you don't like. Oh my I god. I can think of another program that sums it up, and that would be pointless. But <laughs> yeah, this is this this program's pretty pointless as well. Um, oh, what's it called? It'll come to me. But yeah, <laughs> if we were on that show, international football would be on that. Oh, I know what you mean. Room one, room... Room one, one, one. one. <laughs> Mate, if we could get the whole international football in a box and put it in that box and flush it down, um, wouldn't that be Everton great? players getting injured on international duty would be second on that list oh, as well. Oh, definitely, yeah. yeah. There'd be a few other things I'd put in that box as well. So, <laughs> um, next up, Morgan Schneiderlin. Yeah. He's got a calf injury, but you know what? Hopefully, he's been doing laps of Bramley more and he's getting back because we need him on Saturday, don't we? Badly need we him. We need him and Garner Guy in that team. Sick of going there um, under strength because yeah. they never get any injuries that lot ever. You'll never hear a Coutinho pulling up this week or you know, Lalana or players who are playing well for them. Um, but we always go there handicapped. Always. It'd be fantastic to go there with a full strength team for once. I'm sure I read you somewhere know, that Seamus Coleman hasn't played in the last three derbies because of injury, you know. Yeah, you know, that's that's that probably sums it up like that. Half time at half time James McCarthy was having a really good game, I thought, in the Derby of Goodison in no no. And and just it went, it went completely under the radar that he went off at half time because I think he got uh, just didn't come back on did he made the first half yeah. and then Barry came on and it went completely under the radar come on the big screen Barry on the thing I went there you go <laughs> right there no one's even noticed the game's over Yeah, and I know it's up to the 95th minute or whatever but they completely overrun us in midfield from then on we couldn't you know McCarthy was playing well he offered legs and stuff which is what we need for Anfield but fucking hell we cannot go there with Barry we can't Barry doesn't cope him with whole city midfield players who were knocking it around. Do you know what I mean? He's not the way. Not we the need Schneiderlin and Gay in there, and Davis. We need energy, youth, and 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 experience, which is what them three. Uh, and I think the way Tottenham pressed us and the way yeah, uh, the way in. Liverpool attack is similar. You know, interchanging. They don't have a uh, specific positioning. Yeah, Firmino, Coutinho, or Lallana. They move around. Um, for me, he's not slow, is he? You know what I mean? Gareth Barry can't be put in. He was like lamb to the slaughter against Tottenham. Admittedly, he was on. He was one of a few. The same thing at Chelsea. Uh, yeah. Absolutely, it was a horror show. We cannot be anywhere near that that first eleven. But then Gareth Barry played against West Brom and, and ran the show. But that's West Brom, a team who, who set up to defend. Yeah. Anyone who's setting up who fancies it against us, and let's have it right, Liverpool are going to fancy it like they always do. We cannot. We need. Schneiderlin's quality in there, positional, and we need Gay doing what he does best. See, this, this, this is what I've got to come to a bit and later, but we may as well talk about it confidence to push on then. We may as well talk about it now. For me, Jagiel can start again. Yeah. Yeah. Talk about him in a minute. You've got Holgate. If he goes 4-4-2, Holgate, Williams, 
who has, I agree with you, what you said earlier as well, I think he's shown... I think a lot of fans still don't like him, but I I think he's improved. Williams, Jagielka, Baines, Garner, Schneiderlin, Tom Davis, Ross Barkley, Lukaku. For me, there's no question mark whether you start Morales. I don't know. He was, Morales well, kind of fancies it in the derby, but he loses his head too much. I know. You know, he's, he, he loses it too much. He should have, you know, we'd all love the challenge on Suarez. Stick him on, on him after everything he's done, but he should have got sent off for that. He got sent off. I think he's been sent off, hasn't he, in the derby? Um, or was I getting he did the yeah. stuff? Yeah. So, it, Morales likes them, but he, he can he, he loses his head in them. You know what I mean? We need Lukaku not to be anonymous anymore. You know, he's he's talking the talk and I was got a terrific goal last night for Belgium. Really good goal. He's in the form of his life. We need him now to, to we need someone to step up. You know, worse at Everton teams than this have gone to Anfield and won. Mm-hmm. You know, Kevin Campbell won now, we always remember that. I, I, I think I just want another one of them. I think you'll throw Morales in for experience because yeah, I don't know being bombed out a bit, Annie. He? He's gone off the boil a little yeah. bit, which is to be expected, but it's a bit of a shame. Morales then is, but that with, and yeah, with Delafoe over in Italy, then he's the only option really. Um, yeah, because Lennon's not not nowhere near it. So no. that's that's for me a big decision whether he whether he does throw in. Does he think right Davis is is enough youth for that team? And enough of, and plus you've got to change it by the back with Mason Holgate. I know. No one else is going to come in there. Are they? I've got no worries over Holgate. I think he's a terrific player. I think he's got pace and he's got. Energy and he's got um, presence as well. I think he's, you know, yeah. he's a bit. Like and we'll need that against the likes of Adam Milan and not Mourinho. Half. There's no getting Sergio Mane. There's like, no getting away from the fact that they've got pace. Flies around shipmates. You need you need to have quick thinking players all over the pitch positional. We need Schneiderlin, who's that type of player who can break it up in one instance and spread the play in another. I'm already starting to sweat. I am sweating, mate. The, the, with those mates, we are like the bird that they can't let, let leave be. You know what I mean? They're, they're just all over us. And we can't say no, and then we end up tying our shoelaces. And I'd like to say we've had a few like that in our time, but we haven't. <laughs> <laughs> but I've, I've never had any bad ideas running the other way. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's a it's a huge game. Um, we started on Schneiderland then, and we've gone into the derby. Um, yeah, but we've, I, we've completely missed out West Brom and Hull. But we'll come back to them in a second. Yeah. The derby's there, it's our next game. You hate them, yeah. I hate them. We don't really want to talk a lot about them. No. But we're going to go on air. Looks like we're going to our new place to record podcast on Saturday to watch it. Yeah. Um, are we going to call it a studio? Or are we going to, what are we going to I call it? I don't want people to think I'm famous because we're not famous. I go no. to work every morning at 7 o'clock, you know, I don't want anyone thinking that we're above ourselves because that's the last thing we are, believe me. By no, no we're, we're not famous. People, no, so people not think flash. everyone who does podcasts are famous, he knows who he is. Uh, I'm not famous at all. I don't feel famous industrial cleaning for eight hours a day, but there you go. You know, uh, you tell a life story here, man. Yeah, one hundred percent. it looks like yeah, exciting times. Yeah, that's all we got. And we will be with others, but it looks like that's where we're going to be. You know what? Let's call it the cave. Let's call right? it yeah, because that's where most Evertonians go on Derby Day. <laughs> well, you need Under the duvet. Yeah, <laughs> fucking behind the couch or whatever. Now you know, yeah. Let's call it the let's call it the den. Well, the plan is to podcast live from there, and you know, straight after the game or whatever, or throughout the game, and a lot well, depends on what happens. Though <laughs> people say well, you only do podcasts when you win, but no. uh, if it's two 0 down after eight minutes, then we'll go. On. Yeah, <laughs> I'll be in the boozer. <laughs> we won't. But you know, we've got it. This is what I mean. They've already got us beat before we even get there. 
Oh, we have to show balls. Look at United. I love the way United fans support the team away from home. I've said this many a time. We've got to go there and be ballsy about this now. Mm. We've got good players who can hurt them, hurt them, hurt them. You know, Lukaku, every team in the Premier League would have him up front now. So we've got to show that against them. Yeah. You know, does he want to be a real effort and hero here? Because nothing will stamp it more. So what, if Lukaku can do it against the defences in the Premier League, he can do it against Liverpool's defence. They haven't got a defence, I know, but they keep getting away with it with us. Anything from their front three or four behind, you know, and I'm talking the players who have named plus Coutinho, anything behind there, you can get at them and exploit them. James Milner's a reliable player, but the keeper's not. The two centre-halves, two or three centre-halves have got on the books. The centre midfielders, you know, Emery, Chan, Lucas, the the. the the, the Premier League players, but the, the, the players that Everton can exploit yeah. on the day, Everton could go there and I just hope we don't go and get overrun like we did at White Hart Lane. I, don't, I hope we don't, we, I really don't think we will. Mr. Uh, fucking whatever his name is, Klopp on this, he'll be doing all the panto and oh, all that. Oh, it'll be, uh, it'll be all, But Koeman just needs to rally his troops, get Schneider and Guy with the foot in. Williams and Jagielka at the back for me, Funes Mori can't be near that pitch. No. Um, and hopefully, you know, the lads who are Ross Barkley, Romelu Lukaku, whether it be Morales or anyone else, can just get, just take the chances because inevitably there will be chances for Everton. Yeah, not half, there will be. And we don't need Cumin doing what he done at Chelsea. That's sitting there and resigned from moment one. We need him strong on the bench. You know, he needs to play his part here as well. Um, we need um, a confidence about us that says, you know, we have to do this now. We've got to, we have to, one day has to stand up to this lot at Anfield. And it's got yeah. to be soon because you know it's not fitting in with the vision anymore of just getting smashed four 0 there every time. Yeah. You know that's not that was us last season the year before and everything. You know well, last whatever. season Mark they had forty one attempts. Forty one attempts that's embarrassing isn't it? You know yeah. that's I think West Brom about forty one attempts all fucking season. You know they they're getting that many in in one game. <laughs> you know basically how how wide do we want our legs open? So <laughs> we we'll, we'll call to an end before we uh, get this <laughs> off anymore. I've got the draw here, I don't know. <laughs> You know what? Though we all go through it's a roller coaster of emotions. I know, I, 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 I am now that I'm talking about it. I'm in my stomach. You can feel your stomach turning. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And there'll be blues this week who can't sleep. Men, women, children. We all go to work. We all got school. We all get it in the neck. We've all got different experiences. But it is time. It's time we grew a set of balls when we yeah. went to Anfield. In, in, in your opinion, and in my what, opinion. Look at the shite that have won there this season. Why, why can't we do yeah. that? You know. Swansea City, yeah, um, I think it was Swansea 3 2 won there in the cup, they lost at home. Yeah. I can't think, you know, they've lost so many Even West Ham went there and West Ham took the lead a couple of times and got a point. There's been other sides and it, we, we can't go there and bow to the, the panto that Anfield is nowadays and, and be like, yeah, we're just accepting it. We've been beat the past couple of years there, so it's acceptable for Everton to be beat by No, no longer. It's not. It's never acceptable. It never no. should be. And, uh, you know, I'm sick of the fucking smug faces when it comes to it. We've got a bit of uh, light at the end of the tunnel off the field. Yeah. You know, we're not talking about a loft conversion. No. We're talking on about... the pitch, we need to make that statement too. And yeah. We've got the players to hear these sides, but similarly to what I said, on the podcast with Sean after the Tottenham game, we just it's a mentality thing yeah. a lot of it and we just See, never seem to do it. We're doing the right things off the pitch, we're doing the right things on it as well, building slowly and slowly, but then there has to be that leap and, and that takes a big performance, a big win. You know, like the United performance with Martinez's first season. 
that gives the confidence to go on and have a really good season, you know. But there, there needs to be that Everton when, when we drew one all with, with Liverpool in eighty four and that convinced Kendall. It was only a one one draw but it convinced him that that we were we could go toe to toe with these and then we beat them one 0 at Anfield with Sharp, you know, that's yeah. what that's what a great side needs, that cat that moment. We've had the catalyst off it, now we need it on it. And we've got the players to do it, so you know, Lukaku do what you do best. Schneider and you do what you do best. Give it to Morales, she play uh, you know, enjoy it. Link up with Lukaku, your international teammates. So you've got like West Brom and Hull. We don't even need to talk about them, they were that convincing. Oh, mate. But you, you can say we only beat what's in front of us. There's seven seven goals scored there, we didn't even look like conceding against them too. So now it's the impetus now going into the other games. Yeah. And we should be relishing going to Anfield and all that. We should be Billy Big Boss, mate. We're all past experience. We, 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 but we let we're it cower us. We're on the back foot. Yeah. yeah. And we let that whole atmosphere cower us and, you know, and, and belittle us and, and make us look weaker than what we are. Like you say, mate, we've won them games, right? We, we haven't won games like that so convincingly for years. We haven't. We've struggled big time, West Brom at home. You know, stuff teams like that. You know, we're now winning. We've been when we, we, we in the times we were doing relatively well. It yeah. was it was a one 0 or a two one. You know what I mean? And that just threes and four nils. Look at that last five six home games, all wins, twenty six goals, something like that. We just I don't know. Whole city played well. They, they, just, they didn't deserve to lose four 0 But at the end of the day, we've got the quality to do this. The teams. Yeah. When they're not playing that well. If it, if so. it was on Anfield, and I'd say and the result against Liverpool. Yeah. Leicester and the Cup and Tottenham aside, the past three months have been great for Everton. Yeah. We have been probably the best side. The form table doesn't lie since January. But if we if we had Goodison on Saturday I'd be a lot more confident. But it's just something about going there, isn't it? And it's just horrible. It's horrible. It's basically what we worry about translates onto the pitch instantly. Now yeah. you think the players this time would be bigger and better than what our fears well, are. Let's, they, let's, you know, let's have let's a turn it on Yeah. We're gonna go there. And we're going to get the minimum of a point. We're going to go yeah. there and beat them. And then we're going to beat United. And we'll go to United and we'll do the same. Because I'm not scared of United. Finally, the media might think, hang on. Everton There's something be, evolving here. Something changing, yeah. Because I think until it happens, yeah. we, won't, we won't see that. Because we'll always be, oh, look at Everton. There they are. You know, Sky even re- 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 refer to the top half as the top six, you know what I mean? Yeah. You, you know, we're level on points with Arsenal now, albeit there's games in hand there. But what will it take for Everton to be recognised one day? It's going to take results. The next two games. Uh, yeah, exactly. It's going to take that. results on the field against these sides. Because yeah. no one's asked about watching us beat Hull 3 0 or. No, no one's watching and, and West not, It's not lifting no any bothered. eyebrows, is it? No. But these two games, mate, I mean, come on, if you're Cooman now, you've got that team singing a tune for you. This is a real opportunity now to really. Say to everybody else, this is this is something special that we're building, you know. And, and you know, we beat them two games away. That everyone is going to stand up and notice that. Four everyone. points minimum. Yeah. Okay. I would honestly, I would, I would take that all day. There you go. There's your, there's so your field and your Man United preview. <laughs> <laughs> West Brom and Hull was they were comprehensive fit wins. Yeah. Um, great wins. You know, well, Hull City was a lot more difficult than when it appeared on the score sheet, but. You know, we were, again, again, we were never in trouble of losing or drawing. In fact, you know what I mean. It was just. We look back to some of the others: Southampton, Man City. It's a game. 
we've smashed teams, haven't we? Goals and scores as well, yeah. You know, we've just absolutely smashed teams. Well, what's that do? Like Southampton was 3-0, City was 4-0, Bournemouth 6, 6 3. 3. Then you've got 3 nil. you've got 4 against Hull, 3 against West Brom, um, and there's been someone else. In, I think. in between that, yeah. we, we won away at Palace as well. Yeah. It's just... You know, as I say, it doesn't lie. Obviously, we're still seventh place in the league table. But no one's looking. We'll level up. Sorry. Sorry, no one's looking forward to coming to Everton anymore. No, not at all. Not at all. And you know, inevitably, you've got to go to the places like Anfield, No Trafford. The home games do run out. Beyond that, we've then got Leicester. We've got Burnley. Yeah. So you think to yourself, the catalyst could be here, Old Trafford and Anfield. And then you think, well, Leicester and Burnley, let's be honest, two decent sides, but two beatable sides. Yes. Let's have it right, mate. If you, we could somehow muster 10 points for the next four games. Oh, we're going to. That's all. We're going to now. now. Now that we've stopped being negative. Now we're going to be, you know, Lukaku's going to score even more goals. He's such a dangerous player. Do you know what I mean? We've, we've got it all there to do it. We've just got to have that belief. But actually, we know it's so easy to go missing. Against the bigger sides, isn't it? Because you're blaming well, on the rest then, of the team. Then it's his ego. His ego's not going to go. I no. think he's in the mood to get his ego massaged, mate. The way he's, the way he's talking and playing, he's 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 feeling like the main man, isn't he? He's loving the fact that he's the main man. You know, I think he. I, I can't see him leaving for life, mate. Honestly, like when you're walking the booze on a Friday. Yeah, and you know, if he, at the moment Lukaku feels like Jimmy Conway and Goodfellas, he's walking in, he's giving the bartender fifty dollars for keeping the ice cool. He's giving everyone money. $50 for the fellas just for saying hi to him, you know what I mean? He's, he's feeling great, he's that man that lifts everybody when he walks in, so he's... Let's hope his ego continues to... Want, I mean, you know, a winner at Anfield, mate, and that's him done. <laughs> you know, there's no more slagging him off. You know, oh, Kevin still, Campbell. Still be He'll still be, yeah. do you think? Yeah. yeah. You know, we need uh, Kevin Campbell. You know, that's what we need. Take one of them right now. Yeah. So, Lukaku is the next item on the agenda, to be honest. Um, there's meant to be some sort of announcement yeah. and I say meant to be it's Twitter talk is it or he's been I don't pay much attention to it to be honest but no. he's been commenting again on international duty scored didn't he last night really good goal against Greece last minute yeah um, I didn't watch it but they, they, they were struggling badly they lost they were losing 1-0 um, yeah and he brought the ball down yesterday and on the swivel smashed it left foot and the keeper couldn't hold it there's talk this is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. 
Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm an announcement, yeah. but you just, you just repeat what you said to me before we started recording about Lukaku and um, about the announcements and why you think... Yeah. There'd be no announcement unless he was staying. Can well, I think if Adams have got anything to do with this announcement, then he'll be staying. Right. We don't see anything. You know, when players have left in the past, and, and it's been evident, I believe, and the club says next to nothing, because what part of Lukaku going do Everton want to be a part of? You know, that that's that's with the ambition in the club now. It's all pointing towards keeping your best players and attracting new best players with it. So... I don't think if there's any kind of announcement to do with Everton and Lukaku tomorrow, we stay in. Because you look at how silent Arsenal and uh, Arabi and Overozel and Sanchez, you know, the two players who are, for me, clearly off in the summer. Do you know what I mean? He's falling out. They're, they're saying nothing. So if Everton have got even anything to do with this tomorrow, he's staying. Because I don't think Everton want to... Be, why would they announce that he's leaving? I don't get it. Yeah. They and, wouldn't. And the, the press They would almost... just keep it under hat play it down and then start him in the summer there's no interest in them announcing that he's leaving the press almost announced that he was leaving in, in, in shape oh, and the word absolutely desperate aren't they? Well, there's, some, there's an agenda isn't there and there was, a, there was an article written the other day about you know BBC and the bias and oh, I Ever- thought it was Evertonians it was you know significant when he he came out against Hull there was not a boo around Goodison Park and no. It, it, in this day and age, it is a little pantomime, isn't it? Everyone, everyone doesn't read the papers anymore. I think they see Everton as a side of the, the media thinking, "Oh, what we say is gospel." It's not. It's, it's not. not. It's not. And I think, it's, I don't know. To be honest, I, I, I don't know. I don't want to say and put my neck on the line. Say I think he's going to stay or I think he's going to go. Yeah. For the time that he's an Everton player, I just want to support him. I want to keep seeing him banging in the goals. Yeah. And getting the best out of him whilst he's here. Because I don't think any Evertonian could say, I expect Lukaku to stay around for the long time. Even in his first season when he came, I was really shocked that he did. And he's, he's, done, he's done an awful lot since he's been here. Look at his goal record. I, I'm, I'm a big fan of Lukaku. I get wound up when people criticise him. I can yeah. see why some do in certain occasions. But I, I honestly don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I'm trying to give he's you a player, but I don't know whether he's going to stay. If no. they announce tomorrow that he's staying, I wouldn't be surprised. If they announce tomorrow... If he announced tomorrow that he was leaving, I wouldn't be surprised. It's it's 2017 in the Premier League. Yeah. And I'm yeah. an Evertonian, so I'm kind of not. I'm a bit hardened to it now. Yeah, exactly. Well, You're indifferent. It's probably I mean, the best way to be because you get upset or... Well, yeah, I mean, I'm, 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 I doesn't get away from the fact I'd be massively concerned if he left. But I was... Well, there's no one know, in this club who can do what he does. You'd say that about a lot of Everton players and then... Yeah. He tends yeah. to get on with it. But Lukaku's different in terms of his age, his work, his goals. Uh, he kind of is priceless to Everton at the moment, but we'll see, I suppose, won't we? Yeah, I haven't got any no announcements. We'll see. We'll just have to see, won't we? There'll probably be a favour in the morning about something happening at 11 o'clock, and it'll be something that'll get us through the work day, but you know, we don't know if anything will happen or not. I just, if Everton have got anything to do with it, I think he's just going to be staying. Mm. They're not going to want to announce the best players leaving. One of the best players, you know. If he keeps going like he does. Because there's no one who can do what he does. 
who keeps going like he does. They might have to name a name one of the new stands after him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, goal on Anfield, and that's a certainty. Imagine a statue of Lukaku down at the new uh, the new Docklands Arena. You know, you'd be able to see it from anywhere, wouldn't you? On the waterfront, the big fella. <laughs> so there you go. Um, that was Lukaku. Yeah. So he's got a statue, or he's leaving. It's either one or the other. There's no, there's no middle ground with us. A um, couple of other, like, or any other business things. Yeah. Before we sign off. Yeah. We've been linked with a couple of players. Some we've spoken about before. Yeah. One, one's a new guy. Uh, one, the first one is Brennan Johnson, who's six. I think he's just turned 16. Yeah. Trying to look into it a bit. Some said, someone said he was 15. But he's young, anyway. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's uh, not old enough to put the lottery on. No. <laughs> or he's old enough to be on the street. He's old enough to be 20. <laughs> Trial and out, you know. Yeah. Well, I think it fits in with the. Um, you know, we're talking again about money, aren't we? A million pounds. A million pounds. Pound. It's Nottingham Forest, and, you know, various media sources reporting that we're in advanced talks and this citing Steve Walsh as the reason, which, as the head of recruitment, you would. Well, you, would, I think you, would, you would have him as responsible, but... I think it's yet more cause to be excited, isn't it? You know, this course, is all yeah. fitting in with, with Unsworth and his budget, which, again, is something we've never heard of, a youth team manager having a budget of his own. He's going out and the best talent in the land, you would assume, are now just heading to, to Goodison. I mean, you know, what? there's nothing to hate about that, nothing. It's all... It's so exciting to see Everton in this, acting this way. You know, this is what the big clubs do, don't they? You know, they come in and they take the best talent around. You know, United had this for years, didn't they? Just taking the best. Um, and it, it's great to see Everton so proactive in wanting to get the talent into the club that are going to be grown and nurtured and, and into Premier League. I think the remit is Champions League quality players, isn't it? You know, so exciting to see all this happen. You know, he's not a player we can get excited about now, but the 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 intent and the drive behind getting him is something we can we can get excited about. We probably said the same when we signed John Stones, Mason Holgate and Dominic Calvert-Lewin though as well, oh, didn't we? Wait, yeah. Dominic Calvert-Lewin went under the radar. He a million pound, even, weren't he, from Sheffield United? Yeah, a million pound. And now he's scoring, he scored his first goal, which he's going to do in the world of good. Forgot about him. Yeah, he's an completely complete, and he, and to, be to be honest, we're not the only ones to forget about him. Match of the day, didn't even give him a mention. Yeah. First goal for the club. That and is and a true... Was, and it was three young English players in the link-up. In the link and yeah. it didn't get a mention all it got a mention off them spiteful asses was trying to sell Lukaku and I think the best one ever was to Liverpool yeah off Graham was so they might as well have dragged me in off the street if they wanted an opinion that idiotic let's not get started <laughs> on Graham was so um, but yeah Dominic Carver-Lewin's come through he's there he's in the first team yeah Koeman's been pushing him since January he then he got that injury yeah he's now got off the mark confidence world of good Mason Holgate, ironically, we've already discussed, he's coming into the team at right back to potentially yeah. start in one of the biggest games in his career. Is anyone remotely bothered about that? Because no, I'm not. He's got it. No, no, it was, I'm not. It no. was just a blink of the eye that he signed. Was it MK Dons we got him from? Barnsley, we got Mason Holgate. Brennan Johnson, and people might think a million pounds, 16. It's, it's buttons. It's buttons in terms of the asset that, that you, you then own. Yeah, but I mean, in their eyes, the, the nature in the next. You know, he's a shit out of the pitch, but the nature of the next John Terry, aren't he? The nature of the next yeah. England captain, you know, these players have got to come from somewhere. And to have them all, it just seems like the best talent in the land. You know, the guy from Germany, Donker, I know he's gone back now, I think he's injured. Going but but the, again, the, 
it's absolutely brilliant to see the club so proactive in, in, in wanting the best youth at our club because mm. it's all painting towards a much much brighter future so speaking of youth and bright yeah. futures we've been linked with Michael Keane and Jordan Pickford as well yeah, guy looks a player Keane really looks a good player for England he was playing uh, tonight against Lithuania I know it's only Lithuania but uh, he looks a really good centre-back. I thought you didn't like international football. Well, I watched it because I was uh, oh, nothing else was on on a Sunday afternoon, but I was watching it. Um, and Keane looks a good player. Yeah. yeah. Actually, that doesn't fit well with my international football rant. But, you know, Sunday afternoon, it's either made a few roles or fuzzy. Well, no, we can probably <laughs> say the same now when you've seen him play for Burnley this season. Yeah. He's been a lot of our fantasy been teams. Been uh, different class. He's, he's, he, I, we've been linked with him, but we, surely we won't be the only team link with them you know United, Chelsea Arsenal are always crying they're always looking for centre-halves everyone's always looking for a good English centre-half yeah. absolutely so probably won't be the only ones but you'd think given our proactive approach to, to, to deals like this that we've already got it in place you would hope you know you never know and you think you look at the, the two centre-halves who could start on Saturday and Ashley Williams and Phil Jagielka yeah. we know the future isn't there with them and it's probably not with Funes Mori no so I think that's I think that's going to be the big change in the summer is the centre back yeah. area. He's yeah. going to want fresh, and he's going to want him in early because you need your defenders in early, get time to work with them, get an understanding going. So we hit that ground running uh, when the season starts. What about Jordan Pickford? I mean, he probably didn't have his best game, did he? When when no. Sunderland visited, he didn't, but he done well. He's been impressive all season. That's been dope for, for Sunderland. That was another game we missed out before. We talked about the own games. Yeah, Sunderland. That was another. Kind of comprehensive one, wasn't it? Yeah, uh, and easy. But Sunderland one of the worst teams I've ever seen it goes uh, along with West Brom, to be honest. Uh, but yeah, he, Pickford's done well, hasn't he? You know, he's, he's the young goalkeeper again. That's what people are after: hungry, young, uh, talented goalkeepers. Robles has done nothing wrong all season, to be honest. Has he? Not really uh, in in that context. But we need competition, and he's done well. So what? And I'm not asked to be honest with you. As long as Cumin wants him. And Walsh sees him as, as you know, and, and they see him as a part of our future. Then go for it, you know. Yeah, and then Rooney's been linked again. So well, they haven't been. Cumin and Walsh are not having so much wrong with the recruitment since he's been there. So I think they're the best judges of character. Yeah. So we can talk about paper talk as much as we want. But we can give our own opinions. But yeah. at the end of the day, if these piece, these fellas see, you know, round pegs fitting into round holes. Then then that's all we need, isn't it? You know. I remember seeing an interview with Steve Walsh on the Everton show about a month ago or two months ago and yeah. I thought he spoke really well, I was really impressed with the way he talked about uh, the way he's gone about his business and his thoughts on the game and, and the yeah. talent out there and I just thought to myself um, it'd be great to speak to him speak to yeah. him directly and just get his thoughts on other things. He, he's obviously he's got a, a vast array of scouting network now. He's, he's like in, in charge of them, you know. Someone was brought in the other day from, as well. Like Chelsea or something yeah, like I that. I can't remember the name and it, it, we sound bad because we should do our research. I know. Someone brought in Academy and I can't remember who it was. Someone tweet us and let us know if you if you, if you can be bothered. <laughs> um, but yeah, he's he's got scouts here then everywhere. He just he just spoke really well, Mark. He's ahead of the he's in charge of that network, isn't yeah. he? You know, scouts. But we're pinching the best scouts in the land, you know. It's all it's just all a network. Fantastic. It's, done, it? it's a model which... It's stealing a match on everybody else, which yeah. is why I love the Luckman signing so much. Because it just went in, he's the best player in League One. Uh, it's the model which is, is it, since it's been put in place we're yeah. kind of reaping the rewards now 
yeah. and in the future we, we will hopefully do that um, so yeah going back to players being linked I'm, I'm confident that uh, we've got well, the right people there who bring in the right people the right fit for Everton as you said before we can get rid of eight but if we bring in two or three that are, are going to make an instant impact or a, a ten times better player then albeit absolutely and these players are going to fit right into Koeman's system that he wants to play you know and the way he wants to play that's why you have scouts, isn't it? You know, and not just that to, to get the right quality of person in as well. You don't want any asshole troublemakers who are going to rock the boat or you know have an opinion by all means, but don't you know not not to be disruptive for, for disruptive sake. They're, they're getting the right players in, yeah. and that's what the best scouts do. You know, uh, mentally as well. So what about uh, the man you just? Quickly mention them. Where yeah. you that it's not going away. That one is it? No, it's not. And it's like it seems more and more. Concrete, if that's possible, without anything being no shirts held up or anything. Rooney seems to be a target of Cumans for the summer, doesn't he? He seems open to coming back. There's even talk of United not even asking for a transfer fee. You know, and Everton, I don't, I don't know. I think they're desperate to get a £300,000 a week player off the box, aren't they? Mm. You know, that's never, I can't be, uh, and a player who's not really playing that much as well, you know, it's not not a long term model for them, is it, for, for that to carry on? So I would think. Rooney, uh, you know, would he get? Is he? It's, it's a legitimate point. Would he get into the team right now? He would, of course. But there's so much quality behind Lukaku right now. He would fit in. But then that would mean Ross Barkley maybe missing out. He's in the form of his life. I would have Rooney all day long. To be honest, we need this mentality at the club. I just think his overall future might be back at Everton, and that's bit part player, bit part coach, bit part mentor getting involved in some coaching at lower level yeah. like Franny Jeffers what he's doing at the moment and things like that yeah. a bit of a casual thing I just you know we've said this time, I've said this before for me if Ronald Koeman sees a place back at Everton for Wayne Rooney then I'm happy with that yeah. I, I I'll, I'll prepare to let past thoughts be gone and past opinions and I do I did have a lot of ill feeling towards him at one point but I had a lot of ill feeling towards the club at one point as well because I didn't know who to believe as to what happens yeah, and yeah. kissing doesn't help no. same age as me though Rooney and you know I've done stupid things in my time you'd hope that people would forgive him you'd like to think that being captain of your country captain of Manchester United and having three kids and becoming he is a different person when you see him behind the camera. He's obviously matured. Yeah, and he's bringing his kids up ago. as Evertonians as well. You'd yeah. think he'd come back as a role model to some, and he'd sell an awful lot of shirts, which no. people are like, well, Everton sells shirts, but Everton don't really sell shirts, do they? No. When we sign Lukaku, yeah. But other clubs make transfer fees back on revenue and retail sales Real because of names. Wayne Rooney would sell shirts, even if he was only... Because there's that many people fascinated with him and about yeah. him, and, and you know he's got a lot of fans. Rooney, I think, would also feel invigorated by the move himself. He's gone a bit stale at United. Uh, he still can play. Good God, he can still play. You know, and he can still contribute on the pitch. So I think an uh, invigorated Rooney um, with you know back at back at his home club, a club on the up. Not just we're not meandering. It's not like he's 38 and he's just come in, you know, for for a bit of a, a Ginola type signing. You know, this is a club that's on the up. We're on an upward curve. He's he's joining the club at the right time, I think. But also, we need a men we need his mentality on that pitch. We need his drive. We need a winner, someone who's and you know, sadly for us, he didn't do it with us. He'd have to to do it. But if we are getting him back, we're getting him back. 
but he's a been trophy leading career and, and you can never get enough players with that mentality in the squad that's it a winner mentality is yeah. priceless and he's, he's won it all he's seen it all and he would hopefully come back and have a part to play but then I do believe in terms of the staff the future he yeah. would be a part of that as well so yeah. it's not just bringing him back to play he's not going to come back and you're going to give him 200 grand a week that's not going to happen no. they may offer him 80, 100, 120 grand yeah, which, he's just you know what I mean it's still not bad money if you can get it but he's a multi-millionaire <laughs> he has to understand he's never going to earn that wages all his career you know he so. either comes back to Everton I can't see him he's not going to go to China full stop no he's not going to probably go to America maybe not now his kids are young they're in school it's important to exactly. him you know I'm, I'm thinking Morales is the same you know his kids just been born hasn't he you know, he's, and he's happy doesn't want to leave like because that. it's important to these, some of these lads that the families are happy and if they're happy why, why are they seeking to move it's not like Wayne Rooney's have to move out he hasn't got to move anywhere has he all signs point towards a return yeah. to Everton for Wayne Rooney it won't sit well with everyone you won't please everyone no, but it's going to steal again like the stadium it's going to grab people's attention yeah. to what's happening at Everton people yeah. are going to go oh Rooney back at Everton Oh, you know, he, he, in terms of he I, could opt for a lucrative deal elsewhere, he could earn, you know, probably seven hundred grand. He's gonna get a few grand. Yeah, of course. China, well, you you literally just disappear off the face of the planet. No one's interested. No one's asked. It's a yeah. league far, far away. And I think America's too much of an upheaval for his young family. So yeah, the all factors considered. I truly believe Wayne Rooney will return to Everton. Definitely. Um, and I, I hope he has a part to play. Here's where he's um, holding up a Fenerbahce shirt in front of a raved Turkish crowd. But, <laughs> yeah. You know, even, even if he just even if he just comes on to keep hold of the ball when we're in the Champions League final and the game's won, you know, even when <laughs> even if he just comes and does that. I've even contributed to a game. I've got a bit ahead of myself yeah. then. <laughs> But you don't know, even if you know, come back, Ross Barkley won't play, Lukeman won't get a look in. They will, because Koeman knows how to do it the right way. He's yeah. not just going to bomb kids out because Wayne Rooney comes back. But it's a romantic tale, isn't it? Yeah. Doesn't sit well with everyone. Didn't probably sit well with me at one point. But but he's a very good player, and we can't get enough of them at the club. You know, we've got rid of shite. We, we've got room for a lot of good players to come in now and, and challenge others for the, you know, competition for places has to be, so if Rooney's in the squad, you know, then the likes of Lochman and the likes of Barkley, they're going to up their game even more, because they know there's a ready-made player coming on who can take their place, and not only take their place, but keep them out the team for six, seven games, you know what I mean, so it's all good, you need competition for places, and, and Rooney, at least, without anything else, will provide that, you know. So we, I'm all for it, mate. And I'm all for the limelight that it'll grab. I'm, Everton, you know, Mercedes all about people noticing Everton, isn't he? And wondering what's going on. And that, that fits in with, with what we're trying to do. With the ground and everything, and get Everton back on the map. Gets people's heads turning. And I really think there's going to be three or four signings that'll turn people's heads anyway. Do you know what I mean? As to what's going on. Positive. There you go. Good way to end it, that. <laughs> we went a bit off the, off the rail when we were talking about international football in the derby. You've got to let the Haitian out somewhere, you can't be nice. You've got to get a few out on <laughs> But no, I, I agree with what you say there. There'll be others that won't. But let us know your opinions. Yeah. Thanks for listening, everyone, again. Um, when are we back? We're back for the derby. Back for the derby on Saturday. It's just a small turnaround for us. If we win, we won't do a podcast. We'll just scream for 90 minutes. <laughs> so if you want to listen to that. Us, yeah. <laughs> On the show. It's going to be like an Argentinian uh, football commentator. Yeah, or may just press record whilst we're in the pub yeah. afterwards and just uh, 
Two at home. ourselves. Go, but we'll be back. Yeah, we've got Liverpool, we've got United, we've got Leicester. Yeah. And we'll fit one in at some point in between. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, definitely. Yeah. Got Don't it. forget the uh, the technical bits as well. We appreciate all feedback. You can find us on Acast, you can find us on iTunes. Um, obviously, follow us on Twitter at Everton Fan Focus 2. Yeah, absolutely. Give us a shout out. Any final thoughts, Mark? Just that I want Everton to really go into Liverpool with all the confidence that they got from uh, that they're getting from the last couple of games and all, and the confidence in our play. Really show what we're about. Really show what the club's about now, and, and stick one on them, and then everybody's right behind what we're trying to do. Uh, that's not what I want to say, but you know, there you go. Let's just beat them. There's your team talk. Let's have them Saturday. Fucking eight. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Market.